0: And we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, and I'm your host for the show. At Daily Confidence, uh, our our aim and uh, goal is to share tips and actionable advice that you can use and apply to your business and apply to your daily routines to boost your confidence when it comes to running your business. And these are things that you can apply and uh, see results almost immediately. Obviously, some of this stuff takes longer. Now, um, I am still waiting for my guest to arrive. We have a time difference. Uh, He is coming from Australia, and uh, we'll see if we're going to see him on the show. If not, we're just going to keep going and uh, maybe reschedule with him later. Anyway, so um, one way that we help our audience to boost their confidence when it comes to running their business is setting clear goals and a simple one-page plan to uh, achieve their goals within a 90-day period or within a a one-year period. And uh, one of our products is Simple Marketing Formula, where we work on creating a one-page marketing plan. Now, the way that helps you or business owners, coaches, consultants, authors, speakers, experts, and whatnot, help them boost their confidence is by simplifying everything that you know and putting it in one page. The problem that we fix and we solve is the fact that most coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs um, have their head in 12 different things at the same time, most of the time, and nothing's really working. So we help simplify your knowledge and go through and get a, Foundational understanding of your business and set your goals. Identify who your profitable target market is. Craft your offer and work on setting your strategies for lead generation, lead conversion and client retention. With that, you'll know exactly what to do. And you have a one page plan that you can use uh, on a daily basis, right? And so if you don't have a clear set of goals, growing your business becomes very difficult and what happens is when you join us you work with a group of entrepreneurs and business owners and uh, basically uh, work on crafting your uh, offer and your plan and the rest of it my guest is here and he's going to join us here in a few seconds now The next time that we're running Simple Marketing Formula is on the weekend of January 22nd to 24th. So it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the class goes from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mountain Time. That's uh, Mountain Standard Time in North America. And if you are uh, working on growing your business and taking it to a whole new level in 2021 and take advantage of all the opportunities that are out there, uh, feel free to join us, and we will work together. Welcome, Tom. Hey, Mustafa. How are you? <clears now? throat> Good. mate. I'm well. Fantastic. What time is it where you are right now?
1: Uh, it's just gone 7.30, 7.37, I think.
0: Okay. Now, 7.37 in the morning. You're in... Uh, yeah, tomorrow. ...in uh, Australia.
1: Correct. A little place called Castaway's Beach. Beautiful.
0: So uh, with uh, Tom, we are talking about how to generate high-quality new client and get new client inquiries. Let me try that again. How to generate high-quality new client inquiries in just one hour a month with webinars. And what's the title of your book again, uh, Tom? Marketing with webinars. Get new clients in one hour. Marketing with webinars. So let me do the proper introduction to Tom. And then we're going to get started and go uh, deeper into webinars, how they work, and what will transpire. So, Tom Poland is an inbound marketing specialist with thirty-seven years of experience. He is the mul- multiple best-selling author of the Leadsology series, and he's also shared. He has also shared international speaking platforms with li- with the likes of Michael Gerber. Marshall Goldsmith, Brian Tracy, and many others. Tom has started, managed, and sold multiple businesses over four decades, including teams of over 100 and revenue of more than $20 million. He works with clients in 27 cities and 15 time zones around the world. That is very nice. He describes himself as as voluntarily married and lives in a house (laughs) on the sand next to the waves of the little... Castaway Beach in Queensland, Australia. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Mustafa. It's a, a privilege to be here. It is great to see you, my friend. How how are things going for you?
1: Yeah, um things I can honestly say things have never gone begun better. Um COVID, I don't know. You know, if you're if you're in the business of marketing with webinars, uh, not that I wish COVID on anyone, but everyone's now going g sharks, there are no conferences I can go to, there are no trade shows I can go to, there's no business networkings I can go to, um, there are no seminars I can go through. And all the time that I told myself I could never do my marketing webinars, maybe I should re-examine that belief. So for me, uh, it's going gangbusters. We we launched this book December the 3rd, and uh, you can see the efficient and effective auxiliary to marketing through seminars. So COVID, COVID will disappear shortly, hopefully, with vaccinations and so on, uh, but webinars now are here to stay in terms of what are the most desirable mediums through which to do our marketing for all sorts of reasons, which we can dive into at your leisure, sir.
0: Absolutely. So, Tom, tell us about your story behind what you do now and how you got into it.
1: Right, right. Well, my story goes back a couple of years as a 23-year-old, and you can tell I'm you know, passed that yep. a bit now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You didn't have to agree so quickly. Um, so, we're, we, you know, we, we're talking 41 years ago. Um, I started as a management consultant and, mm-hmm. it, you know, hindsight is a pretty stupid thing to do. A 23-year-old management consultant, people look at you like, you know, what would you know? But anyhow, I figured out real quick I had to get good at marketing and so I bought a lot of books went to a lot of seminars and implemented a lot of stuff and it didn't freaking work and it took me literally a couple of decades to figure out why it didn't work and there were three reasons. One is that when you're marketing, coaching services, consulting services, anything where we're we're asking prospects to enter into a relationship of trust, it's actually far more like we're proposing marriage than it is, say, selling a washing machine. And and what I discovered is that events were one of the very best ways to establish a relationship of trust with a prospect Mm -hmm. before we proposed talking about working together. So I started... I did, I've did. i done over 500 events since 1995, physical events, hire a conference center, pack it full of people and strut your stuff for a couple of hours, hand out feedback forms, people tick a box saying, yes, I'd like to talk about becoming a client. Mm-hmm. When, when I sold that business in 2008 and semi-retired and got bored and was getting under my wife's feet too much, um, she told me I had to start a new business. So, And I remember getting an email one day, and the email said, we've got this thing called a webinar. And I thought, oh, my goodness, how clever is that? You know, a web and a seminar, you put the words together, webinar. So I got up at three o'clock in the morning cause it was, it run out of the state summer and I'm here in Australia. And I was bored as batshit. I mean, this thing was death by bullet point, you know, that we couldn't see anyone. It was just PowerPoint, bullet point, PowerPoint. But I went back to bed and I, and I didn't really sleep that well cause I get thinking. All of those workshops that I've run over so many years in so many different countries. If we could do that with a webinar, I could see the potential. So I signed up for, it was one of the first early adopters of GoToWebinar, still with them, love the platform, great customer service, so reliable. So that, that's my backstory. I started as a management consultant, struggling to get clients, figured out events were one of the very best ways to get those clients, and, and then morphed into running webinars when I got lazy.
0: Hmm. Very interesting. So... What do you teach your clients about how to generate quality audience for webinars?
1: Yeah, that's the number one question. So the, the two best sources of audiences are other people's networks. That's the best one by a long shot. So 85% of our revenue, and you know, in a good month we're generating 100,000 US dollars. Uh, 85% of that revenue is gonna come from other people's email lists, other people's networks as I call it. The balance comes from LinkedIn. So The two premium sources, if you're marketing services, advice or software, or anything, frankly, uh, luxury top-end physical items like second-hand Learjets as well. The two best audience sources are other people's networks and LinkedIn. Um, other other people's networks, so people might know them as joint ventures, but w- we do it a little differently. And we created, I, I believe we created something of a science out of that um, because, you know, not all not all joint venture partners are created equal. Um, some of them might get you eight registrants for a webinar, some might get you 800. So we want to be able to... Figure out well in advance whether a person is which which end of that spectrum they're going to be in. So, the, the and and forget Facebook funnels. You know, the, the the utopian idea is that you can set up a Facebook ad and you can split test the ads and segment, and put tripwires in. I've run Facebook ads, I know about funnels, we, we did that for five years. But what happened in the end is our registrants, so Facebook ads, drive traffic to register for a webinar through a free. PDF and the cost of getting that person to the to the webinar registered was was $12. We could get someone registered from someone else's email list for free. And I sat down to my horror, I discovered that the person coming from someone else's email list. So let's say Mustafa, you were good enough to to, to promote my webinar. Mm-hmm. The people coming from your email list who registered for my webinar were 20 times more likely to buy than someone who registered from a Facebook ad. 20 times. Oh, yeah. So here I was paying 12 bucks per register from Facebook, zero from a partner, and 20 times more likely to buy. So I figured out this. 1849, California gold rush, right? Everyone's going, there's gold in California, and then their hills. They went to California, and they bought themselves tents, and they bought themselves picks, and slouching, and everything else, right? So who made the money in the gold rush? Who made most of the money in the gold rush? Was it the gold diggers, or was it the people selling the tools? People we all sell. know it was Levi Strauss selling his <laughs> tents and his jeans and the pickaxes and everything else. So who's making the most money with Facebook? It's the people selling the click funnel things, the tools, right? The People making yep. the money, people selling the tools, just like the gold rush. The poor schmucks like me who bought the tools and tried them and go, well, that, I didn't get lucky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, yeah. And and even, yeah. even if we, in the early days of Facebook ads, we were paying a dollar per registrant, but even then, why would I be paying like $3,000 a month when I could get leads that were 20 times more likely to convert for nothing? It just didn't make sense anymore, so I shut down my Mark Zuckerberg account.
0: You got it. Yep, Eric says $12 each. Yikes.
1: Yeah, so, and welcome and Eric. The other thing behind that Eric is that you you'll find that some of the big hitters are spending $60, 80, 100,000 a month on Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. And if if the if the cost per click was actually a cost per impression because it's the number of times your ad appears that you pay for, not the click, it yep. picks up you. You know, if you can get good bait, you can get more clicks. But if that cost per click goes up by fifty cents, they're absolutely freaking out because they're feeding this massive machine of teams of people doing these Facebook ads, and and they're going broke. They are now literally going broke every month. They're shoveling personal money into their freaking Facebook campaigns yeah and they're trapped right. and it's awful
0: absolutely so for those of you who are joining us now or watching or listening later uh, my friend tom poland is do, uh, talking about how to um, generate leads and bring qualified business through webinars if you have been around and when watching for what you know obviously everybody's involved with what's going on with COVID and whatnot and right. so webinars are a needed Thing and it w- really works well because people cannot go through face-to-face offline events, and that's yeah. what we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, but um, even 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 for folks, if you're listening to this and it's like a year later and everyone's vaccinated, it's still the smartest way to generate your leads. It's just that right now, it's probably the only way in terms of running an event mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to really. run a lead. Because if you if you if you gave if you gave lead generation the different ways you could do it a score for effectiveness and for efficiency. Webinars top that. Uh, more effective? Yeah, absolutely. You get two people, two hundred people into a conference center, and you're there physically. Is that more effective? Absolutely. But it's also much more expensive, much more complicated. And I've done over five hundred of them, so I know you know a little bit about that. Not quite my first rodeo, but it's very expensive. Uh, it's it's very very um, complicated. Um, everyone has to drive or travel, etc. With webinars, my commute is from the, the espresso machine in my kitchen down the hallway. Ta-da, i stage. That's a right. long way. Can you handle it, Tom? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, sometimes <laughs> I have you know, the commute
0: sometimes. I have to push the dogs out of the way, but that's about it. <laughs> I'm just joking. Tom, for people that are maybe new to the idea of joint ventures and partners and promoting um, your business and webinars and your launches through partners, tell us a little bit about the mechanics and how that works and how and why it's it's free and on the front end. Right.
1: So, so I, I think the most unspoken and yet the most powerful force of marketing is reciprocity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And reciprocity simply means that our unconscious wants to keep the score even. You do something for me, I really feel magnetically compelled to do, you know, keep that score even, do something back for you. So, what we do with our system is we have a data miner, and this is exactly the same system we teach all our clients. We have a data miner, typically in the Philippines. And we pay them really well for, you know, in terms of Filipino, right? Uh, it's top dollar. We give them a nice generous monthly bonus, which, I mean, just paid someone $900, but, you know, they bought in close to 30000 so it's pretty good money. Anywho, we have someone else doing the data mining, because you and I don't want to do the data mining. We're like dogs trying to meow if you're trying to do the data mining. It just doesn't come natural to us. We like to show up to meetings. Yep. And we present, and we're people people, you know, we're, you give give me a meeting of people to present to, or give me a one-on-one person to meeting to want to talk about becoming a client. I'll show up to those meetings. I don't want to wake up in the morning and do data mining. So get someone else, outsource the stuff you don't want to do. That's one of the keys to success with this thing, is do the things you were born to do that maximize the potential of your talents and your gifts that help the most people and of ain't data mining. So we employ someone to do that for five hours a week at five dollars an hour, pretty low cost. They go they they, they Google search them, they come up with Mustafa. Husaini and boom, and then they qualify you. Is he already marketing webinars? Is he uh, got a personality-led website? Is he targeting the same target market? There's five knockout factors, and for yeah. this freelancer, it's like flicking burgers at McDonald's. You, you know, it's it, you can't lose. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. You just tick tick tick, and then they quantify them through an algorithm that we developed. Mm-hmm. So we can tell in advance through the, our algorithm how many webinar registrants, any prospective partners likely to generate for us. And if it's in the sweet spot, if it's between about what we could reciprocate with, when when we started, it was like maybe eight registrants and now it's about 150, 200, but if they can reciprocate at a center level, then we approach them. We bridge them from being a prospect to a partner. Mm -hmm. And that's the system. And it's all laid out step by step by step. And that takes the
0: guesswork out of it. Love it. I mean, if you could, you could, you could, um, um identify who can do what by checking out their online presence and uh, through your algorithm with the software that's that's a, that's a yeah. plus right because yeah. sometimes people talk a big game but they don't follow through
1: yeah you notice that and, too, and huh? like you
0: said not all not all jv partners are created equal so
1: we 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 had one guy walked around the internet like he owned half of it you know eight registrants which which I'm not. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying, that according to the way he was talking and strutting around the internet, it was like he's going to get us eight million. He goes eight. Uh, we got him around one hundred and eighty. Um, so we kind of got dudded on that one. But and you're not going to win it every single time. But we have an eighty percent success rate with matching the right partners. The mm-hmm. algorithm kind of like so one. One of our JV partners in our group uh, described it as Tinder for JV. Swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. Oh, swipe right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Tom, uh, Eric is asking, do you encourage evergreen webinars versus live webinars?
1: Great question. Um, the simple answer is no. Uh, it was certainly not to start with. If you can't convert from a live webinar, you're not gonna do it from an evergreen. Um, first of all, people know it's an evergreen. They're not stupid. They've been to enough of them now to know the difference between live and evergreen. Um, and so if you present it as live and it's actually an evergreen, it's 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 bait and switch, it's duplicitous, it's defeatful, and people will quite likely sit there and go, Okay, so they're pretending it's live, but I know it's not. Is it gonna get any better once they pay the money? The answer is probably not. All right. If the if the if it's bait and switch at the start, it's gonna they're gonna keep going that. So the first reason is you've got to tell them it's evergreen. Uh, we have a 10-minute evergreen webinar, but we don't push it much. Um First reason, you've got to tell them it's evergreen, otherwise it's it's duplicitous, it's deceitful. Second reason is people's attention span is not great, and so if they know it's evergreen, which you should tell them, they'll be there clearing their emails and checking their Facebook feed and looking at LinkedIn connections while you're talking on your evergreen webinar. So you need massive volume to make the evergreens work, and you need a very short, our evergreen is 10 minutes long. Versus, I can run a ninety-minute webinar and have ninety-nine percent attentiveness rating as measured by our webinar platform, not by me. But I could never achieve that with with Evergreen. The other reason to do, um, third reason to do live is that you want to tell people you care about them. Mm-hmm. If you've got a high-ticket price item, do you really want the first message to be, "Look, I'm, you know, I'm, I i do not really care about you as a prospect. I might become a client, but I don't really at this point." So I, I want our brand to, to, to reek. Of care we care try to answer everyone's email every new client gets my mobile phone number and when we give it to them we say happy to give you this because I don't think you're ever going to need it because we care enough to give you the support you need and so on so if it's evergreen versus live I'm not sure it's sending the right message straight off the bat if it's if you're selling a $20 product that's fine but if you're selling a product that requires a high level of trust mm, not so good Mm -hmm. fourth reason to do them live is that is mastery yeah. If you want to get brilliant at a thing, you have to do it a lot. Yeah, doesn't matter if it's a golf swing, a tennis swing, a hitting the right note, and singing, uh, writing webinars are no different. If you want to become a master at it, you got to do it a lot. If you do one webinar, record it, and put it in the can, that's it. You're not going to be very good at it. Great uh, question, though.
0: Absolutely. So, for those of you who are joining us now, um, we are talking about evergreen or webinars, and it's best to do it live versus evergreen because because people know. Um, where was I at? So again, if you're watching or listening, we are gonna do. I'm gonna do a draw for an Amazon gift card here later today, and we're gonna announce it by tomorrow. And for you to enter the draw, if you engage, ask questions, like, and subscribe to the show, and or if you uh, rate our uh, podcast on our Apple Podcast, the links are in the description of the show. Uh, you enter your name into draw for the Amazon gift card, which you can probably use during the holiday season to buy yourself buy yourself something. Nice. Um and uh, Tom you're going to talk about this tool that you got for uh what you might call it uh do people do people can people get access to that? JVjuice
1: the algorithm? Yeah. Yeah, at jvjuice.com.
0: Okay, so go to jvjuice.com and you get access to this uh tinder for webinars kind of tool yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> I mean, kind of analyze.
1: It's it's a freemium office. So you can you can you can get fourteen free searches every month.
0: Fourteen free searches. Yeah. All yep. right. So if you if you're into the game of the joint ventures and JV partners, if someone yep. shows up and you have a chat with them, you just quickly double check their site, and this yep. thing, this tool will tell you how much traffic you can expect from.
1: Yeah, specifically how many webinar registrants that that that, that website will generate for you, and and people think it's, I don't know. It's hard to believe I and mean, if you told me that you could do this, but so if you're a cow, just take 60 seconds to explain how it works. Is that all right? Yeah. Yep. So so what we do is we get seven metrics from people's websites and we use uh, independent platforms like SEMrush, arefs, these are like big SEO organizations, uh, Alexa, and we find seven uh, metrics such as average duration, date, bounce rate, uh, unique visit numbers, etc. We have seven of those, we put them through an algorithm, and it predicts a range of webinar registrants that that, the owner of that website would be able to generate for us, 0 to 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 200, 200 to 300, 300 plus. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it tells us, hence, you know, Tinder for JVs, it tells us where the sweet spot is. If if we can generate 200 webinar registrants for someone else, we want to do a JV with them, with people that can do something similar. And so, so whatever the level you're playing the game at, you can find people there that are going to play the game at a similar level and will want to play the game with you. So it's like a crystal ball. Um, I use it exactly the way you described by having a conversation with someone, I can go tap, tap, tap boom, shows you with the prediction in less than a second. But I also, a data miner uses it. So data miners surfing the internet going, who else is running webinars? To Tom's, you know, consultants, business coaches, et cetera. Oh, there's a website. Put in the algorithm, boom. We know if we've got a green light, orange light, or a red light.
0: And then you approach them and say, hey, let's work
1: together. Yeah, well, then we approach them. I I approach them and, and say, Hey, I've got a podcast. I'd love you to appear on it and and the, pod, right. the podcast well, I know i I know I want to work with them because we've done our homework, but they don't know me from a bar of soap, so I need a bridge I need a first date with them before I propose marriage absolutely
0: absolutely
1: and, and the bridge doesn't have to be a podcast, but that's one of the best ones to establish a high level of rapport respect That'd related to, yeah
0: oh absolutely yeah. If you have a platform, if you can uh, share, uh, you know, uh, give them some exposure. That's the best way to go in and say, "Hey, I'm serious. Let's play it together." Looks like and, we could be partners here. Yeah, and reciprocity, right? We're doing something Absolutely. cool for them. Um,
1: most of the money, and I'll, I'll give you know, give them a lot of value away for here. And uh, another question I give, by the way, is is how much do I tell people on webinars? I mean, because because I was brought up in a marketing school. I had a marketing mentor who made me swear on my mother's grave. Always tell people what they need to do, but never. Tell them how to do it. Tell us sure more. Money for that. Okay. Well, I'm done with that. I'm done with that because I figured out I want to work with smart people who have money. People who are smart, I only have to be smart enough to how dumb they are about marketing webinars. If they've got money and they're smart, they want to work with me. Now, I've been broke. I understand that. So I give a lot of value away to everyone who can't afford to work with me because that's good karma for me and it helps them maybe a little bit. But this, I tell people what to do. I people have, tell people how to do it as best I possibly can in the context of a webinar or an interview like this because the smart ones who have money want to reach out with me to me, and the ones that don't have the money, well, at least I give them some value, right? So um, let's get back to your question now, which was
0: <laughs>
1: uh, the, the the what versus how. I uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where the, where the most of the money is made—that's where I was going with this. So you've done this, um, someone's promoted my webinar which is great, the money is made at the debrief meeting. After they've promoted my webinar and I've promoted whatever they want me to promote and I've checked out the quality, made it right, we sit down and we do a debrief. Uh, Mustafa were you were you happy with the way we supported you? Did you get the sort of yep great and yep terrific. Now let's refer each other to three people who want to do the same thing and that's where most of the money is made at the debrief meeting. Well in excess. Uh,
0: Tell us about the debrief meeting. Is this after
1: the webinar or debrief? Yeah, after after we've supported each other in whatever way we're doing that, whether that's webinars or book promotions or whatever else. Before we do that promotion, we book a time for a later date to do a debrief.
0: Me and you when we're promoting. Yeah. Okay. And then we're gonna gonna have have, it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now the debrief meeting must be booked before we do the reciprocal marketing before we do the joint venture. Yeah. Because if we don't, we'll go and chase another shiny thing. We'll get Mm -hmm. busy. We'll forget about it. Yeah. So at the debrief meeting, it's important for me to confirm that as a JV partner, you felt well supported by us. Vice versa. If we're both happy with that, then we refer each other to three people who would like to do the same.
0: Love it that that's a killer strategy
1: 97 percent of professional marketers who do joint ventures don't do the debrief and they don't do the referral and yet that's the money they've made
0: i i i um I, i have a a course called viral coefficient formula and viral coefficient the what it shows is how many referrals can you get from an existing partner or an existing customer. Beautiful. So in this in this formula that he just shared, your VQ ratio would be three, meaning out of every partner, you get another three partners. And if and if and you could see how exponentially that could grow your business.
1: Yeah, and, right? and on, a, on average, one of those partners does nothing ever. One of them does something later, and one of them does something now. Hmm. The relentlessness okay. of the system. So our, every single one of my clients has a KPI, four partners a month, one per week. Love it. Love it. So, that was a killer strategy. I love it, Tom. So what happens is you develop this relentlessness about mm-hmm. growing the list and about generating new client inquiries. It becomes so relentless that on more than one occasion, I've had to shut my doors to new clients. We just We had to scale up the back end so we could handle the volume.
0: I'm guessing then you're also relentless in staying in touch with your list and all those partners and and nurturing yeah. the relationship and, you know.
1: Yeah, we're very, we're, we're very good at that. And and it, it raises the point you always want to – so our email list, you want to think of your email list as not a group of people that you can market your stuff to. It's a very limited paradigm. You yeah. want to think of your email list as uh, some people you can market other people's stuff to because I can market my stuff to my list maybe once every 90 days without them getting sick of me and unsubscribing. Exactly. So every time I'm just every single week they get something for free that's valuable. Yeah. So they stay subscribed. Exactly. So I, so I my email list is there to market other people's stuff, not my stuff, because I can get a multiplication factor of 13 times every quarter of this 13 weeks I can market someone else's stuff 13 13 different people's lists and I get access to 13 other email lists. Instead of just accessing my one little
0: email list. Love it. Okay. So we just, we just, he just shared some very important and interesting, interesting golden nuggets for you to take action on starting today. So let's go back to webinars. What is the best call to action at the end of a webinar? What should I, yeah go into the on, the,
1: on the price point, um, you you can so I think the best call to action is the consult. It's it's let's meet one on one. But let me go back a step before that. The webinar should be positioned as a demonstration of how you work with your clients to get the benefits they they enjoy getting. It's not a free training session. It's not a free training session. It's a demonstration of how I work with my clients to, to generate in twenty seven cities around the world to generate a regular flow of weekly high quality fun using webinars. Bang! That's that's the title. So, when people come to that, it's that they're getting exactly what I promised them. It's not a free training where at the end there's uh, put your credit card out and buy now an before so you get the bonuses and all that bullshit. Mimicry the level it stuff. It's just let's have a conversation one on one and see if we should be working together. But they have to go to an application page. So, mine is bookachatwithtom.com. And when they go there after the webinar, that's my call to action. Go to bookachatwithtom.com, have a read of it. Do You think it's a good idea? Go ahead and book a time. But they have to check four boxes i've told them what the prices are on the webinar i've told them how i work with my clients on the webinar that was the subject of the webinar I've come along so i've got full permission to tell them everything including prices uh, how long we work together and so on but the four boxes they have to check is number one i understand this is not going to be a free idea session and I'm aware that ideas is not about implementation and that would be a waste of their time if they thought they were just going to pick my brain, get some ideas and go away because they won't implement properly. So that's number one. I understand it's not a free idea session. Neither is a sales ambush. I understand if I want to think about it, I'll be allowed to think about it. That's important. Because selling selling is what you have to do when your marketing sucks. You do your marketing right. You don't do anything You have to do in selling. So number one, I understand it's not a free idea session. Number two, I'm ready to start if we agree it's a good idea. Number three, I understand what your fees are and I have that in my budget, if we agree it's a good idea. And number four, I have attended your webinar or I will watch the replay link prior to meeting with your one on one, which will come with a booking confirmation. Once they check all four boxes and they literally have to go click, 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 then my booking link becomes live and they can find a time to talk with me. If they miss right. one check box and they click on the booking link, it doesn't work.
0: So, so the booking link gets activated when check off when they check off all these four conditions. Yeah, and that's what I call the filters. I love it. I love that. We were actually so talking about this very, very uh process um yesterday morning. So right. what was the link again, Tom? Uh book a chat with tom.com All right, book a chat with tom.com. Go check it out and Tom knows his stuff when it comes mm-hmm. to webinars and marketing and JVs, and right. he's been and around I'm... for he's been around for a couple of years, but he knows his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, right? <laughs> All right, so Tom, what's the difference between a a training webinar and a marketing marketing women, webinar, right. and when should people use them? Right.
1: So, a training webinars obviously, once you've got a client or you've got a captive audience that needs to <clears throat> receive a skill, uh, a marketing webinar is um, is, a, is a very, very different animal. So, the sequencing with a marketing webinar is the important thing. We, the first, so we have a six-item agenda when we go through a webinar. We say, here are the six things we're going through. The first three have nothing to do with how we work with clients. It's all setting it up. So, the, there's a promise inherent in the title of step one. This is the sequence that we walk people through. It's what I call a persuasion sequence. You don't need this in a training webinar. The training webinar, sure, you've got to talk about why you're qualified to train this group of people. But then you're great to get straight into skill development. Webinars have to be set up. If we give people the wrong information too soon, we lose them. If we don't give it in the right sequence, we lose them. And the biggest number one mistake people make when when they figure out how to get the audiences, and we've talked a little bit about that, if they've got a good audience, the number one mistake people make when they're presenting the webinars is giving away too much information. And I don't mean too much value. I mean, it's too complex. Presenters often fall in the trap of wanting their presentation to be bulletproof to the criticism of their competitors. They have a little colleague or a, colleague or a competitor on their shoulder going, yes, but you didn't tell them about this or you've missed that or whatever. You get a choice with the presentation. You can either make it comprehensive or understandable. So it's got to be 12 year old simple. So when I I have there's 51 steps in our program, I give them three. I, these are the three things. I sum them up in three different parts. If you describe how you work with the clients in any number of steps, that's greater than three, you will start losing people. Can you give us an example? Sure. So <clears throat> I break my model down into three parts. You need an audience. Every all marketing needs an audience. Whether it's uh, people driving on a freeway listening to radio, that's an audience. People on Amazon looking for books, that's an audience. People you know searching, that's an audience, and so on. So you? Need an audience, whatever marketing you do. You need an asset, a medium through which to get your message about your offer out to that audience, and you need a call to action. So my three part model is audience, asset, action. So I explain to folks: doesn't matter what marketing you're going to use, uh, you're going to be doing. You're going to need those three parts. So let's look at why marketing webinars is your best option, your best audience is other people's networks, your best asset is the webinar, and your best call to action is the consult booking system that I described before. And I say to folks, if you have any doubt about the effectiveness of marketing webinars, just ask yourself, what's the most oldest, most proven marketing method in the world? And you go back thousands of years, you'll discover it speaking to groups of people. And if you have any doubt about that, you just ask yourself, well, how many clients do Christ, Buddha, and Muhammad have? Like billions. And all those three guys did was speak to groups of people, mostly small groups of people. So you take the oldest, most effective marketing method in the world, you combine it with the newest marketing medium, which is the internet, you have webinars. And so, but I could describe the 51 steps that a client goes through and we break them down into simple little steps, but I'd lose people. I think, my God, they're so complex. would give them the wrong impression. So I break it down into... Audience, you need an audience. This is how you get them. An asset, you need an asset. This is how you do the webinar content and a call to actions. Is how you do it.
0: Love it. Okay, so here's and the next question is um, uh, 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 an issue with people that have tried webinars or are trying, uh, I, and I, that was an issue for me as well. So, how do you make sure that the right people attend your webinar? Oh God, you are so full of the best questions.
1: It's the title. Okay, so imagine there's a forest of 100 sleeping bears. The point to this will become clear in a moment. And you know, if magically, somehow, three of those bears are hungry for your honey. You got some honey, <laughs> which is for your, your service, your product. The, the, the 100 sleeping bears are suspects. You know, we suspect they might be hungry for the honey, but we know three of them are definitely hungry. So how do we find the three hungry bears in the forest full of 100 sleeping bears? Well, we can go running through the forest and, you know, find a bear, grab a stick, poke it in the ass with a stick and wake it up and wave the honeypot in front of its nose. Now, if it's not hungry, we better be a good runner, right? It's, it's like cold calling. It's like just pestering people on LinkedIn saying, would you, you want consulting services today or whatever? So we can go running through the forest, jabbing jabbing bears in the bums with a, with a sharp stick, waking them up, hoping they're one of the hungry ones, or we can just simply put the honeypot outside the forest. hungry bears will will probably dream they're swimming in honey or something. They'll wake up and they'll go, oh, I'm a bit disappointed. There's no honey here. Hang on. I can smell it. And they come out of the forest. Okay. Your your title is the honey pot. The forest forest is the other person's email list. So what's the best way to go about creating
0: the title? Can you give us some tips on that? Three-step formula.
1: Benefit rich, contains specifics, and is differentiated. So... Benefit rich is, is first and foremost is, is the most important thing. You know, yeah. come along for a demonstration of how my clients in 27 cities around the world are generating a weekly flow of high quality inbound new client inquiries.
0: Yes, and that so, was then, that was that was the title for today, which I, I had a right. hard time squeezing it into my. Yeah. Head, but <laughs> the thing, the thing
1: is, the thing is, it's not a USP or an elevator pitch because with those, it's communicated verbally. Titles are communicated visually so we get more real estate to play with the title people can assimilate more than they read than they can when they hear so that title is your honey pot so your your partner who's promoting a webinar sends an email out to their email list to the 100 sleeping bears and the three hungry ones are and go oh i need that i'm going to go to that webinar so and you notice i talked about 27 different cities and uh, weekly flow high quality so it's benefit rich but it's also very specific 27 cities Every single week, inbound, high quality, a lot of specificity in there. And so because the specificity is different, so I, the title could be come along and learn about marketing webinars. Yeah, that's okay. But it's not going to excite me. It's not going to. What specificity does is it increases two things, desirability and believability. No specificity. I don't get cut through and I don't get to the point of being able to invoke desirability and believability.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Tom, let me ask you another question. I know that in the game of webinars, it's one thing to get people to register, and it's a whole different ballgame to get them to show up. Right. How do you deal with that? Yeah, great great question. Um, so if we go back to 2008,
1: when I started doing webinars, 40% attendance rate was was the standard. You get 40% of mm-hmm. 100 people register, 40% turn up. And then one day a colleague, and I still remember him, Andrew Roberts said to me, <clears throat> how many are you getting from your replay? And I said, what do you mean replay? He said, you idiot, do replays. You know, the people that don't attend, send them a replay and you'll get some more sales. So I tried it and it worked. And we'd like got another 50% bump, whatever sales or inquiries we got from the webinar, we got another 50% of replay. My God, this was amazing. I've been giving so much money in the money. Thank you, Andrew. So we did replays. What happened between 2008 and 2018, is attendance levels went from 40% down to 8.5%. We conditioned people to want the replay. Ah, you know what I registered, but I ah, get the replay. Right? Do they watch the replays? In the early years, they did. Lately, they don't. Mm-hmm. Too many other options. So the way you keep your attendance levels high is in title case, like you're yelling, no replay.
0: Oh, okay. So, I like that.
1: Yeah. But. Now I'm leaving money on the table because I'm not doing a replay. Well, we fix that. We say there will be no replay. But what we do is we have a five-day follow-up sequence. And every single day, over five days, including the day of the webinar, we follow up with something that gives us some value from the webinar that's not a video replay. So for example... So you share
0: bits and pieces from the webinar that is not a replay, not the whole thing. Correct.
1: So the day after, for example, everyone who registered including attendees, gets a 23-page PDF summarizing the webinar. But it's not a replay. 48 hours later, they get a five-minute video summarizing, which is a hand-drawn cartoon, you know, one of those cartoon things, that summarizing the webinar. 72 hours later, they get a one-page blueprint summarizing, guess what? The webinar. (laughs) On the fifth day, they get an email saying, hey, hope you enjoyed all the stuff we to send you. By the way, we're closing at midnight tonight for inquiries. That's it. So we still enjoy, we still enjoy a very high percentage attendance rate. But now we get literally two to three times whatever inquiries we generated from the webinar, we get literally two to three times more of those inquiries with that follow-up sequence.
0: Very interesting. And the very, people those a great tips. So you're not giving them okay. at a replay, but you just get share some tips and different pieces from your training via email and you drip drip dent. Yeah exactly. You
1: know. and, and every email has the call to action in it as well.
0: A call to action to book a a console. one-on-one or a call. To go
1: to, go to, to go to book a chat with Tom.com.
0: Love it. Yeah. Um uh Tom, i I understand that you are uh sharing a gift with our audience. Can you tell us about your gift, please?
1: Oh, yes Let's
0: see. I, I know I, you I have do. many gifts uh, if, i think it's a little um, demo
1: that's yeah, yeah that's the best one to go to leadgendemo.com the only reason i i hesitate is we came up to christmas and we're not going to be doing that till january um but folks if you're if you're not in a hurry lead gen demo.com um, otherwise it's if, not live yeah that's live
0: i thought it was uh is it legendemo.com oh, yeah. or dot live
1: but either, it's fine. They both go to the same place. Yes, okay. thank you. I should have said dot live. We wanted the dot live to indicate it to is live. Um, But that's not going to happen till January if people want to know. uh Mustafa, for your audience only, and I don't think I've ever offered this before, because we're coming into Christmas, and I'm not going to do another one till sometime in January. If they reach out to me personally, I will get them a replay link. Amazing. And then they can watch it whenever they like. I'll break my golden rule. Oh, they can also go to amazon and buy market webinars or if they want if they can't afford the 10 bucks they can email me i'll send them a free pdf
0: and what's the email they should uh email
1: tom at leadsology.guru i'll type it into the chat
0: tom at leadsology.guru yeah because he just made a couple of amazing offers one if you message him he'll give you a replay link and Mm -hmm. uh, if you email him he will send you a physical uh uh what's it called his physical book he will ship it to you for in, only no, like no, 10 no. bucks
1: no no no, no. no 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 in pdf in pdf form
0: okay pdf
1: so they so can buy it they can buy the physical book on amazon for twelve bucks or the Kindle for 10 if they want if they don't have 10 or 12 bucks let me know i'll send them a pdf i want to help everyone in some measure or another hey, good comment
0: get the pdf so if you if you listen to any of this today or later you you could tell this guy is like a a a he's got a lot to offer when it comes to webinars right Mom. and he Mom. knows his stuff thanks for right time. so tom um what's one thing sh- people should know about you that we haven't talked about
1: um something is relevant or something is interesting
0: something uh, interesting relevant you pick and choose i, I think i want to do so
1: let's do two things so i i you know, Bill Gates dropped out of college and you know, Richard Branson was dyslexic and so on. So um, but but Gates dropped out not because he couldn't do it, because he was just didn't need to too smart. <laughs> so so I failed the second to last year of high school. I never got to college. I failed the second to last year of high school, not once, but twice. I'm not smart. The the secret to my success is that I figured out that I only had to be smart enough to know how dumb I was. Mm-hmm. And if I could be just smart enough to know that I was dumb and to reach out for help, that was enough. I am a slow, plodding observer of reality. If I was a smart person, I could have figured this thing out in 11 weeks, not 11 years. So I just encourage everyone to reach out for help where you can. And secondly, to be patient with yourself and just don't listen to the gurus. I mean, if I say something and you try it my way, you do it and it doesn't work, then you should cross me off your Christmas list. So be an observer of reality. Um, and for God's sakes, with marketers, 90 percent of them are bullshit artists. So don't don't hand anyone money until you're 100 percent confident. In fact, in the, staff, one of the best things I can recommend your clients do is do what we do and say, don't give me your money. Let's work together for 30 days. We give everyone full access to everything we've got and full support we meet them every single week hook them up the one don't pay us any money if after 30 days you think it's the real deal then sure we want to start getting paid so so if I you can get an offer, if you can get an offer like that from someone you should grab it because they back themselves.
0: love it love it love it love it uh, Tom Eric is saying do you have the follow-up email sequence only to those who registered or, only live attendees
1: so it's a great question the whole the whole list the whole everyone who registered including the live attendees
0: so everyone gets that five follow-up correct
1: sequence, sequence. yeah
0: and they're not yeah. different between the people that do show up or don't show up correct because uh, and i i could see how that works because you're just sharing some nuggets and wisdom from the training yeah. which is not exactly the training but and then you got call to actions in every email
1: it's it's the same content in different formats, you know. And I'm guessing,
0: um, does the does the sequence stop when they they book a time with you?
1: Uh, we 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 know we, we, we keep sending them the assets um, because they they generally want to see what the the assets look like. And I actually tell them on the webinar they're going to get this follow up. They don't have to respond to it; just save them in a in a file somewhere. So that if they do webinars one day, they can swipe and deploy and do something similar. And so the the emails are worded in such a way that if they have already booked a consult, they're not going to go. Why are there sending me still some marketing stuff? I've already booked a consult. And the word in such a way that they attended or not, it still, it still reads and it still makes sense.
0: You got it. Now, t- uh, Tom, uh, I just want to clarify. If people email you at tom at do they get a paid version of your PDF uh, for the book or do they get it for free? No, they get the PDF for free. All right. So I just want to clarify that. If you email Tom at Tom at lidzology.guru, you will get a free copy of his book. He will email it to you. Yeah, it's called Marketing with Webinars. Get get new clients in one hour per month. Okay.
1: And it's highly prescriptive. It's the most prescriptive book I've written. Some books are just brochures. This is more like an instruction manual.
0: Love it. So you are sharing what actually needs to get done.
1: I share everything. It's um it's, I call it karma marketing. Uh, those who can't afford to work with me are going to get great value. And those who can't afford to work with me will probably want to reach out and do that.
0: Got it. Okay. So here's the next question for you. Um, what are, aside from your own book, which we talked about, what are the top two or three books that you usually recommend or you have recommended to business owners? to read? The, the,
1: the best business book I've ever read was the eighty twenty Principle by Richard Koch, yep. K-O-C-H, Richard Koch. Mm-hmm. It's a copies. It is, it is one of the very best books I've ever read. Um, if we wanted to go do down from that, Michael Masterton's Ready, Fire, Aim.
0: Ready, Fire, Aim from what's the name again?
1: Michael Masterton.
0: Uh-huh. And um, what's the third one?
1: And this, one of my all-time favorites still is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey. The um, seven, seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah.
0: So AD Twenty is definitely on my top list for sure. It actually changed the course of my life.
1: Yeah. And the what way I have?
0: actually this the, my <clears throat> simple marketing formula course comes as is the result of this book.
1: Oh, okay, AD Twenty. Mm-hmm. And if I, could throw, if I could throw one there of, uh, of personal interest. It's uh, autobiography of a yogi.
0: Autobiography of uh,
1: okay. a yogi. Paramahansa Yogananda. Uh, it's a story of his uh, his upbringing in India and moving to the United States and how he set up. Uh, well, I believe um, a lot of ethics and uh, no snake oil. Uh, a global empire of personal and spiritual development. It's absolutely remarkable.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So my ne- next last question: If you had a Facebook ad that everyone on, on the planet could see, what would your message to the people be? You had one shot.
1: Come along to my webinar and I'll show you how to get new clients for one hour per month.
0: <laughs> love it. Love yeah. it, love it, love it. Yeah. Good. Tom, is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up? Well, I just I just reinforce, I think, folks, that that
1: we, we have to be patient with our marketing. When you're when you're marketing, consulting, uh, you know, any, any service where the entering into with the trust. Don't, don't think that you're irresistible. You've got to create that first date opportunity. You've got to create an opportunity for people to get to know you really well before your proposed meeting. And that's the step that so many people miss out on. And it and it causes a lot of frustration for a lot of people because they go to business networking meetings or conferences or whatever and handing out business cards and, you know, don't get lucky and get disappointed and frustrated. So create the webinar. It's a terrific first date for your prospects.
0: Absolutely. And... I, I, Tom, I, I love what we're talking about and you're just, you got so much wisdom and business nuggets to share that. I think we could easily talk for another hour. And so maybe we'll do another one next year and, you know, talk further and, uh, you know, go in more, in more depth in different, different topics. But I really appreciate you joining us and uh, gang for those of you who are interested in getting clients uh, through webinars, which is, um, the thing I like about webinars is the fact that it is leveraged and it's what it's a one-to-many kind of approach. So you're not like, you know, banging phone calls and, uh, what you might call it, uh, trying to, you know, uh, do one-on-one type of work. It's one too many. So it's a, it's a, uh, it's a great strategy and Tom is making a killing out of it. So are a lot of people that he's working with and he offered his book, for free, if you email him Tom at LeadZologyGuru, the email is in the show uh, comments on the show, and he also offered to give you a replay of his webinar, which he does. You do you do your own webinar once a month, Tom?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: And the so reason I want to replay is that we're not going to do one probably till February the second or third. So
0: <clears throat> yeah. So if you want to get a replay of his webinar on how to get this thing done. Uh, Email him at uh, Tom at lidsology.guru and he'll send you a copy of his book along with the link to the replay. Okay, there's a lot of value there for you. Given what's going on in the world and all the the need and the necessity for all of us to be online and to find customers online, webinar could be a a very good uh, asset for you. So. Thank you, Tom. I really appreciate it for those of you who are watching or listening. One way we help our customers to boost their confidence and uh, take their business to to the next level is through our boot camp called Simple Marketing Formula. That's where we spend three days together to create your one page marketing plan for 2021. So it's a plan that you could use to. uh, Basically, basically. Take your marketing and your sales to it, to the next level. And because it's one page, you guys, you actually get to, uh, use it every day. Right? So it's happening on January 22nd, 24th. You could join us and check out the information there. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, uh, leave it in the show, comments, uh, on, uh, any channel that you're watching. And if you ask questions, you also enter the draw for the Amazon gift card draw that we're doing later today or tomorrow and we'll announce it and you'll be part of it. I hope that you have a very Merry Christmas and a holiday season and happy new year. And we'll see you on our next show. My name is Mustafa Hosseini and I'm your host for daily confidence for entrepreneurs. Bye now.